हाई एवरी वन एंड वेलकम टू टॉक इट आउट विद रुमानी लोग क्या कहेंगे ये तो सुना ही होगा और कभी सोचा भी होगा तो उन लोगों के कुछ सवाल और उनके सुलझे हुए जवाब इस पॉडकास्ट में एवरी मंडे एंड थर्सडे विद अ न्यू एपिसोड कुछ कहानियाँ जो अनकही थी और अनसुनी भी उसको सुनेंगे भी और उसे सीखेंगे भी today's episode on talk it out so today's episode is a little bit special because the guest is special in his own way so without any further delay uh, let me just invite him i'm well how are you but i'm good so thank you thank you for joining in because with uh, due respect you haven't having a bad health nowadays but, but still <laughs> thank you thank you for joining Yeah, uh, it's it's a pleasure. Uh, it's absolutely a pleasure to be a part of something like this. Uh, I'm sorry, I've been keeping you uh, like on hold for so long. <laughs> so hi, welcome to Talk It Out. First of all, and as we say, everyone is unique in their own way, and so are you. So today's guest is someone who came out of his closet and introduced himself as a queer. and is a doctor too so kartikeya thank you for joining and making talk it out as a platform to convey your story or your message to the rest of so with that uh, can we start sure oh, sure sure so before we start like we will come to know uh, with our this video we will come to know you much better but before we start can we you just give me some background about you in a short like Who are who your parents are like where you belong to and anything. So, so I was uh, born in Nancy, ah, uh, Delhi, Nancy. I grew up for most part of my life in Gwalior and Nancy. Ah, uh, I moved to Bhopal for my undergrad in medicine. Ah, uh, my father he works as a serviceman at Jagatayas. Uh, my mother was a homemaker and a teacher for a while there um i am currently interning at gandhi medical college bhopal that's what is my life mostly about lately so yeah that's about me. so when we talk about you came out of your closet and everything so how did you came like how did you know about it because it is it from your childhood you would always knew about this and how it is because I, because i want to talk about this because many people actually who are still in a, in a queer group and a pride member but it doesn't come out of their closet they don't, they don't feel comfortable talking about it so can you just share some ideas about it so quite honestly um interestingly i uh, did not know about my sexuality for a really long time there uh it was until my first year when i fell in love with a guy that i first realized that I, okay i'm not straight and uh, obviously that was emotionally a very turbulent time for me it was very difficult for me to grasp the situation thankfully i had some friends i had 
a friend who, who helped me there and made me help me accept myself accept my identity and I'd forever be thankful to him uh post which it was coming out to one person at a time when eventually I came out to most people that mattered except my father in my second year in my second year I came out through a public post uh and uh but um i did not come out to my father until much later i did not come out to him like until last year okay. which was interesting because i was uh, dealing with a lot of stuff psychiatrically and uh, emotionally i was very vulnerable and uh, all of a sudden i me and my sister were talking about how this would be impacting our lives and everything like so Okay. Sorry, life would change after that, and yeah, yeah, exactly. Who, because there is a in minds of our parents, there are a lot of fear about the society, the live for the society. So yeah, talking about that, you can just continue the story. So um, eventually, my sister persuaded me to come out to my father eventually. like not that day but eventually but i don't know what happened to me i was suddenly very overwhelmed i started crying i called my father and i started talking to him and i was like um he was like i think i know what you're talking about i don't know for sure but i think i know what you're worried about and he used to think that there's a girl in the picture who I'm scared that you know he won't accept. So he goes that don't worry I'm I'm fully accepting of anyone you bring home. And I was like what if it's not a girl? What if it's a guy? And uh, the response to that was probably not what I was expecting. Probably the best way a parent could react. He said ha to oh so what and i swear to god i had tear like i that was a moment when i broke down i was like there's nothing that i've done to deserve such a father who is it's one thing to be accepting i was expecting him to have questions i was expecting him to have doubts i was expecting him to be worried or stereo uh like uh half stereotypes but his response being so what was it it was really a very unexpected moment yeah you, so yeah you are lucky you know because uh, we see parents doesn't accept that usually because they have the stereotype you can say orthodox being orthodox and they have the society lot of time they think about the society So, Avin, uh, you said that you were mentally uh, not so st- uh, stable at some point of time. So, uh, was it difficult for you to accept yourself first before coming out in public or even to your friends? Uh, thankfully, no. Uh, once I realized what it was, once I realized who I am, it was. somewhat easy for me to accept myself oh. 
that was one part that this is one part in my life that i'm really really lucky about that i uh, i did not have difficulty accepting myself i did not have difficulty when i came out when when i came out in my uh, to my college peers uh i was expecting a lot of drama i had my bags packed i had my cash withdrawn i swear to god i was ready for a major uh, slam down <laughs> i had my bags packed i was prepared that i would have to leave the college next morning but the way they accepted it so i was lucky there then i was lucky with my own family i was lucky with my sister i was lucky with my cousins who not only supported me but also came forward to help me through difficult times and um then my, my father i i i cannot uh stress on how lucky i am with uh, to have such a father yeah i can see that happy tears in your eyes so when we speak like can i just know how- what you think like has changed in our mindset that there is a way of acceptance people are accepting more a queer a queer friend or a queer uh, brother sibling so what do you think has changed in our mindset that we are going and accepting our friends in that the way they are first of all since uh, the decriminalization of 377 one major change that has come is a conversation it has initiated a conversation it's no longer a concept of fest or an alien concept people are now more aware as in it's happening around them it's no longer something that happens only in fantasies or happens only in the outside world it now is a part of their inside world very much so so i think that conversation has paved way for the acceptance i'm not sure how accepting people have because of course there are people who don't care about it then there's a section of people who care about it and not in a very positive manner and then there's a section of people who care about it and they care about it in a positive manner they they really accept the live and let live mantra of life so yeah there are three kinds of people and there always will be three kinds of people what i'm grateful about it is that there's at least a conversation true so uh like as you said your parents supported you so you being up close to your mother uh, did you just uh, inform this thing to your mother and how it was uh so my mother passed away when i was very young so unfortunately i did not have that chance um but there was uh one particular dream when i was struggling uh, uh internally about a lot of things and i used to wonder whether or not my parents will accept me and there was this one dream that i had of my mother and she came and she asked me what are what are you worried about I told her I'm worried that you'll not accept me if you know knew everything about me. And she was like you're my son. There's nothing more important than that. There's nothing you can tell me that will change that. 
and i'll always love you for that and i think that, that was uh my indication or something that i needed to hear yes even if uh, that was in uh, just my uh, dreams so uh does this affect your professional life somewhere like people because as you said there are set of people there are three sets of people so you might get encounter with different sets of people in your profession so does it affect your profession by any way like there is another like you said about two sets of people who doesn't care about it and other set who cares about it but accepts it positively but there is a other set of people who doesn't uh, actually accept it positively so do you deal with that such of people that set of people and they do judge you by any way uh i would say that yes of course there's always some form of judgment maybe not in front of me maybe behind my back uh luckily i have never had any such confrontation but then there are also occasions like i love painting my nails i love nail arts and stuff and uh, this one particular time i was uh, uh in a different apartment i was going to a different apartment and the resident doctor there he looks at my nail and was almost about to mock me for that but uh and so he goes on to ask me what's that and he was he was i was sure that he was going to make fun of me in a very stern tone i said it's called a nail polish and then he thought that i didn't get the joke so he uh, pushed further and he was like yeah but why do you have it on like why are you wearing it and uh, i was like as if this is such a general knowledge and like how can he not know um i said gender expression with an expre- literally this expression i was like gender expression i think that shut him up Uh, so and he said nothing after that so that's how sometimes i have to deal there have been other people who have uh, gone out of their way to tell me that they not only support me but if it ever came down to it they'd be willing to help me be there for me so there are people like that too i've had random patients coming in and like coming and telling me that they saw me wearing nail paint and they loved it and that happens too sometimes so it's a mixed response i'm at the bottom of the chain so it really doesn't impact me a lot but yeah so when you said about the nail paint like you have fantasized towards applying nail paint so is was it from the child or like you were the younger age or that also happened with with you since one year back or two year back oh no that's just just something very recently that i picked up mm-hmm. i think i enjoy it more because of the kinds of like the way people react to it okay. is very interesting and that makes me want to wear it okay. i'm not particularly fond of wearing nail paints i am particularly fond of uh, Action. inciting a reaction to it okay so uh, 
so when you said about your mother's loss so and we were discussing about this also it made you work for social causes also so what happened to that kind of a part of your story can you just enlighten us about it so um she struggled for very long with the healthcare system in india um she was a diagnosed case probably a diagnosed case of multi drug resistance and uh, uh there's something that i know now since i'm a part of that system but as a child or even as a son i did not know it back then yeah even as a but now i us yeah know the inside story of that part yes so so um a lot of it could have been prevented her death was totally preventable if right actions were taken at right moments and i'm not not saying one action two action or three action multiple actions and a lot of it came from the lack of awareness okay. the lack of awareness on our part the lack of awareness on health professionals part mm-hmm. the tv program in india is much much stronger than it used to be back in the days okay. which is uh so when this happened understandable this was uh, she passed away in 2010 so she was struggling around the early 2000s and that was when we were just uh the program that was running in country was rntcp probably uh, the control program it was uh like something that uh mdrtb was a known like if you were diagnosed with that it was a death uh, it was a death statement okay. so yeah things have changed now we have better modalities we have better drugs and everything but the one thing that hasn't changed over years is uh the attitude knowledge and practice okay. the gap that we got uh and that, that has what has influenced me to work towards i think that if the healthcare is uh not only accessible but also the health literacy is accessible to people i think it's going to create more difference it's going to uh work better for a country a low resource country like india wherein we actually need such things you'd be uh, surprised to know that the who recommendations are to spend 5% of your gdp on your healthcare system uh make a guess how much does india spend 1 to 2% yeah actually and I was like that's <laughs> that's such a low percentage. Yes. But what's the reason we because as you are already into this so from what I can understand from what I can see uh a lot 
of it is priorities a lot of it is lack of awareness lack of knowledge uh both on the parts of administration and uh people we don't ask for more covid was not something the beds just didn't disappear the bed situation in india has always been the same you go to a government college you go to a government hospital you'll always find two to three patients on a single bed that hasn't changed true so why don't we ask for more beds true. when we go and elect our representatives why is health not a priority so that is where this is coming from and on administration part of course they it's their shortcoming too yeah. and a lot of it is just uh because we have such a huge population we do that is a major factor it's very difficult to run a program in a country like india with such huge population that is also given sorry educating in every corner of india is difficult yeah it, it's difficult reaching every corner because that you have tribal areas you have difficult to reach northeastern areas the mountain ranges uh you have the andamans and nicobar islands you have lakshadweep where it's very difficult so true so coming to the point of uh, your loss and everything so when i say about the loss so can you connect this loss and your coming out to be your emotional turning point in your life actually yes i think um i've become a very different person i've become a very uh uh like my priorities in life have changed the way i see the world has changed my perspective has changed and i think it comes because of what i've been through people say that you are what you are because of what you go through yes true and that is very much a case with me i am what i am because of what i went through so when you say you have changed a lot so how were how were you before all this happened in your life how very i was very unaware i was a child okay. i was just very unaware uh okay lgbtq exists so what it doesn't concern me i'm not hateful towards them but i also don't feel the need to raise an opinion about it that was the old me now that i recognize myself as a part i i realize how much important is representation how much important is opinions you you cannot just not have opinions in today's age and time yes about you can educate yourself and have opinions but you have to have opinions about stuff no. you cannot just because as you say lgbt community but people who are in the rural part or northeast part if as you said it's difficult to reach them so are they aware of this what do you think about it i think um 
with so when i said that with uh, decriminalization of 377 uh conversation started the what i actually meant was that certain uh media picked it up yes. including in bollywood bollywood started making movies on such subjects there were debates that were uh, published on national tv on such subjects which actually reached these places if not a privileged 24 year old guy living in bhopal in the privilege of his own home uh maybe i cannot reach them but a bollywood movie certainly does and a bollywood movie about queer representation has kind of brought that conversation true true so there certainly is an increased level of awareness we don't know how much of that is uh tangible but yeah Yeah, but when you when we say about the rural part, it's still not tangible because it is they have the societal doubt about themselves. As you said, you had so, but you encourage them because you are the you are a right person. So, how can you encourage them to come out of their closet? First of all, um, when I say coming out uh, of closet, uh, what? you essentially need to as much as this is a very harsh truth you have to ensure that you are safe okay. that when you come out you have financial security you are um you're sure that you will not be abused physically sexually or in any sort of way and that even if worst comes to worst you will be able to sustain yourself you have to ensure all of that once that is in check and once uh you're ready for it True. you can you can actually come today is the time when i was having this conversation with someone who's much 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 older than me and who had seen india uh through queer lenses at a time when let alone uh, it being a bad thing okay. it wasn't even a thing so when they said that it's much easier to come out now i actually understand why that's a case okay So when you say it's easier to come out now what do you mean about by that uh it's easier to come out now because people have certainly grown more accepting yeah that's true there's more visibility there's more representation you have more opportunities there are more organizations that are working towards it. we may not be at a end goal but we are somewhere we are making a mark i think that has what has made it easier for people to come out now so uh, when we say it make people to come out now so uh, can you just tell me some instances where you have faced the difficulties after coming out i am probably 
so privileged that I have never had to face that. Okay. Okay. I have never had to face uh, problems with that. So, uh, yeah, but you must have some set of mind uh, when whenever you will face such things in your life. how you're going to face that because your uh, somewhere your thoughts can inspire others who are struggling to come out i think if first of all you have to have the self belief faith in yourself and the confidence uh, you have to realize that it's you it's only a part of you it's not the entirety of you and it does not make you any less of a human it does not make you any less worthy of anything so once that realization kicks in it's it becomes a little more easier so my uh, general approach is educate and change yeah true educate people tell them what it is and then maybe hope for a change I do not believe in bashing out people just because of their ignorance or lack of awareness. Sorry, we're not all born with the privilege of internet. Not all of us are born with privilege of knowing everything that is there. Uh, someone needs to educate us. Someone needs to make us aware. And if the person in front of me is willing to be. Uh, made aware about it i'm not going to lose that chance so yeah that's my general approach whenever i'm faced with a question like this whenever i'm faced with a situation wherein there might be a little bit of homophobia coming in this is how i deal with it educate them and then deal with it so yeah lastly because we are and we have to travel and we are running time short in the time so lastly i just want to listen from you any message uh, to people who are struggling with this not the message not only the message any right platform or any la- right way they can educate themselves so they would ca- uh, come with a better knowledge about it um platforms there are several platforms uh, there are, there are several organizations that are currently working in uh, queer health for queer health for queer awareness for representation of course some of the big names keshav surya foundation and all of these are more uh, known but apart from that one thing that i would really really like to communicate is a so for you believe think of yourself as any less of you so the most important part is that you think of yourself as just the person that you are who are you are not different you are not abnormal you are exactly who you're supposed to be and find confidence in that find faith in that it may not seem like it but everything comes together eventually um i may <laughs> i'm trying to be hopeful more hopeful lately so i definitely say that we may not realize sorry be the strong believer in you 
Thank you. So, uh, it may not seem like it, but everything comes together eventually. You just have to be patient and be proud of who you are. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your thoughts and your insights about it because this will help others who are struggling out it and who have no knowledge about it and they have not even find found out themselves so thank you for joining and hope we can connect some other time soon when we have little bit of much time so that we can talk about it in a good yeah. so till then thank you and thank you have a safe journey and thank you so much bye bye, bye. तो उसी के साथ ये सिलसिला सवालों का और जवाबों का जारी रहेगा टिल देन स्टे ट्यून्ड और रीच आउट टू अस ऑन आर इंस्टा पेज दैट इज टॉक डॉट इट आउट आई विल स्पेल दैट फॉर यू दैट इज टी ए एल के डॉट आई टी ओ यू डबल टी और तब तक के लिए हमारे पॉडकास्ट सुनते रहिए